Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. And you can click more on the lower right-hand corner of the ESPN app. Scroll down to live radio. Find us right there. We're on ESPNU, presented by Progressive Insurance, and you can join the conversation on the Dr. Pepper call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776. I mean, what happened to Joe Burrow and that Bengals offense? Is it as simple as not having Jamar Chase? I, mean, well, I, think, I, yeah, I, think, I think Jamar Chase could have helped. <laughs> yeah, but but Cleveland yeah. came to play. Amari Cooper five catches, a buck and some change, buck thirty and some change, a big touchdown. I mean, Cleveland came to play. Their defense came to play. You know, they got a nice a, a nice nucleus on that side of the ball. They finally are showing up with some consistency in that game last night, and that's that's what happened. And then I feel like it's an excuse when you ask. You know, Jamar Chase could have helped, but I mean that old line is what gave up all the pressure on Joe Burrow. Like that that's the issue. Yeah, Joe Burrow. Jay, I was going to say Joe Burrow, as, as you mentioned earlier, has never beaten the Browns, and you know, in his career, he hasn't beaten Cleveland yet. That's with and with or without Jamar Chase, right? There's a there's a matchup issue here. Well, all, all I hear from their camp too is like, you know, T. Higgins, Boyd, these guys could be number one wideout options. So it's I, I get that Jamar Chase is a big thing, but that's not an excuse for the way they got blitz last night. Yeah. Well, listen, um, the Bengals defending AFC champions one play away from winning the Super Bowl last year, and, and maybe Higgins could be a one and Boyd could be a two on most other no, teams. H- Higgins is a one. There's no question about that. But on this team, that. Jamar Chase is the one. On, on- yeah, because they, they – they, yeah, he's their one. But when Higgins leaves next year – He'll be a one somewhere else. 100%. Okay, but so that, Max, but that's the point, Jay, like to make up for those deficiencies on the line or whatever. When you have so many great receivers, you can do it. It's not that Higgins maybe is not a one. It's that – it's that when you take away Chase and now you just have a normal good receiving core, that's not enough to overcome the line. Once again, yeah, but still, not excuses to get blitz like that going into the fourth quarter, not scoring a point, right? Yeah. One is the is a number to focus on. One trip in the red zone for Joe Burrow. Yep. One for the Bengals. That's what you had last night. How about five that's what that defense brought sacks. to the table? Yes. Five sacks. Boy, I mean, here's Joe Burrow, by the way, on why the team struggles to beat the Browns. I mean, you got to give credit to them. They always they always play well against us. It's tough to answer that one. Um, they got really good players on defense. You know, they're good on the outside. They're really well coached. They're they're sound in their leverages, in their coverage, and obviously they got Miles Garrett and, and Clowney that you know can get after the passer. So they've 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 had our number the last couple of years. Yeah, and the Bengals. Listen, I I still think the Bengals will be in the playoffs. I think they'll make noise in the playoffs. And and the question is, the Browns can they tread water until Deshaun Watson gets there? Week thirteen, game eleven. Meantime, the big news yesterday in the NFL and the trade deadlines at four p.m. today: the Bears trading 
Roquan Smith, inside linebacker, to the Ravens in exchange for a second and a fifth round pick. Are the Bears heading in the right direction, Key? I think they are. I think they are. They, they, they have a plan in place. Um, and that plan is the future. That plan is not today. And I think you could see that with them be, making wholesale changes, right? They didn't – when they took over, this new front office took over, they didn't go out and say, okay, we're going to acquire all these players and we're going to win now. They said, okay – what we're going to do is we're going to evaluate, and we're going to evaluate our quarterback and evaluate uh, uh, Jalen Johnson at the corner. We're going to take a look at Roquan Smith. We're going to try to figure out what we have, and then we're going to do it for the years after. And that's what Ryan Poles and company's doing, and they're doing a tremendous job. They 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 have a bunch of picks. Not only do they have a bunch of picks, they got about a hundred and some million dollars to spend, and the cap number goes up. We'll we'll know the actual cap number next offseason and then they can go out there and, and, and acquire players now one of the things that's always been good about Chicago and Chicago Bears is it is a free agency destination free agents don't mind signing with the Bears um, you know where in other other towns or other cities it sometimes can you know teams can struggle to get guys that want to come aboard and that's not the case in Chicago Every Bears fan can really relate to what I'm about to say. Boy, it feels like a different day in Chicago. I mean, Ryan Poles and what he's doing feels completely different than what we watch with Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy. Just the vibe in the locker room is different. Even the way he handled Roquan Smith when he came out and he said he wanted to be traded. Okay, he addressed the media head on. He gave them insight to what he was thinking about and what Key just made mention to. $100 million over cap, right? The fact that you have this cap space to make moves in free agency. All these draft picks. We actually, it's not like we're kicking the can down the road, which we saw Ryan Pace do so many times. Paying guys where you're like, damn, why are you paying these guys? Now, Robert Quinn, you don't want to be there. Understood. Okay, we'll send you to the Eagles. The Eagles, let's reset expectations. Once again, Roquan Smith, you don't want to be here? Great. We can't figure out what's going to work payment-wise? Here, go with the Ravens. Let's reset expectations and now actually build around our star quarterback. I wonder, because, Key, you brought this up earlier. I wonder if usually a new regime comes in and they want to pick their own guy, especially quarterback, right? But I wonder if this regime comes in and goes, you know what, I'd have taken Justin Fields anyway. Or whatever we would have done, that's a guy right there. Well, you got he's only in his first year, really. I mean, last year was not a – I don't even count that. That's a whatever. It's hard to do what Cliff Kingsbury did, go moving on from Josh Rosen. That was uh, – I don't even know what that was. T- play, general managers and head coaches don't do that in the first year. Now, if Fields was in his third year, fourth year, fifth year, sixth year, and a new coaching regime came in and he was playing a certain way, they would probably say, you know what, we want our own guy. In this situation – he is their own guy. Yeah. Joe in Michigan, you're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Hey, guys, love the show. I know you guys have cap on in the morning, but you should get, try to get Yurko from Chicago. I'm a big Bears fan. I love Roquan, huge defensive guy. But one thing that you guys always talk about, and we know as Chicago fans, is we're good at defense. We have a lot of young guys. We have a defensive minded coach. I think we'll be good there. I completely agree that we're stockpiling picks for the future, which is a nice change of pace. 
I would have liked to see something better than a second and fifth. I heard that we were asking for a first, but I think we also did good by him because he's going to a great situation, Ravens. But I think it's okay that we traded him because where the league's going is all offense. And as you guys know, Justin Fields doesn't have a lot of help this year. So I think we have 125, 130 mil in cap space going into next year. We're, I know you guys were talking about T. Higgins to the Giants next year, but who's someone that you guys think we could get offensive-wise to help Fields outside the draft could going into next Higgins, year? Could be T. Higgins, right? Thanks, Key? Good yeah, appreciate it. Key, it could be T. Higgins. We, we just said the Giants. I'm a Giants fan. We were talking about the Giants, but could easily be for the Bears. I mean, the Bears got a lot yeah, of maneuverability yeah, they here. Got, they, they got a lot. I haven't really looked at the free agent landscape. We so. You know what I'm saying? We're like five months away or something like yeah, that. So yeah. it's a, we're a little bit away from it. But um, they're going to address the skill positions. There's no question about it. They, they're, they're going to do that because they have to with the young quarterback. They got to address the offensive line. They, they, they got a lot. I mean, they got picks. They got money. This team is set. They don't have to worry about nothing. As long as uh, uh, the front office and Ryan Poles and his his – uh, company, his guys that he keeps around him, give him the right information with the right players, and they pick the right players, they'll be fine. Got to pick the right players, though. This is Keyshawn J. Willemax coming to you live from the Seaport, brought to you by Grey Goose. Staying in the NFC North, guys, should the Packers make a trade before today's deadline? <laughs> but first, this word from Omega Accounting. Small business owners, do you want to know the secret to navigating the employee retention credit? Trust in Omega Accounting Solutions to help you recover any payroll tax overpayments you made during the pandemic. You may even be eligible to receive up to $26,000 per employee if you continue to pay employee wages during COVID. All it takes is a quick and easy free 10-minute ERC consultation to find out if you qualify or not. It's that simple. In fact, the date from onboarding to filing is just 30 days CPAs and payroll companies even turn to Omega for ERC tax guidance. They're that knowledgeable and efficient. And with over 15 years of experience in financial management, business leadership, and corporate strategy combined, you can count on Omega every step of the way to take advantage of this exclusive small business tax credit. Or if you have any specific ERC questions, call 800-704-2000 or visit omegataxcredits.com before the filing window closes or funds run out. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play.
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn J. X, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. We're presented by Progressive Insurance and joined by Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL insider. Morning, Dan. Morning, Max. I can the imagine. That, I can imagine that that phone is humming today, Dan. I mean, it's it's interesting. I mean, like a lot of these deals at the NFL trade deadline, it's kind of stretched out over the, like the week before. Uh-huh. So. I think there could be a couple things today, but it wouldn't shock me if it was kind of quiet. A lot of the teams have made their big moves already. You ready to play overreaction, not an overreaction? Always. Guys, the Packers have to make a trade before today's trade deadline. Is that an overreaction or not, Dan? I think it's not because, right, if you look at the wide receiver position, like in terms of getting an impact guy that can come in, learn the offense, that might be far-fetched, but – they need bodies at that position right now, right? They're already down Randall Cobb, and Alan Lazard was hurt, uh, and then uh, Christian Watson gets hurt early in the game. They're just really thin at that position, and I think they need some people. Uh, they, they need at least somebody who can come in and, and, and add some sort of threat in the passing game because right now they just don't have it. Yeah, I think it's an overreaction. Um, there's nobody out there that really could help them out uh, and I understand what Dan is saying in terms of the body. What happens, though, as you know, Dan, we add one, we take one away. And so who are you taking away if you add one? Because there's only 53 spots on the roster, and they're only going to carry five to six receivers. And if some of those guys are, are sitting on the sidelines and kind of banged up, when they are healthy and ready to come, now you got to make some choices and decisions on the guy you sign. But that was the point, right? They're, they're down a couple guys. Like, they, they have guys that are out hurt, so – they have the spot to add someone at that position right now if they wanted to. Yeah, I agree with you, Dan. I mean, my thing is if they wanted to, but it doesn't seem like they really want to. You know, in theory <laughs> they do, right? But uh, when it comes down to parting with the draft pick, I mean, they, they treasure their draft picks. And, and a lot of teams do, but they, they as much as anybody. So a lot of eyes on that team today. We'll see if they make a move. Ultimately, they, they generally – usually try to sit it out at the I end. I do go back to Aaron Rodgers' comments that, uh, yeah. oh, I have trust in Brian Crudigan said he will get the job done when it's yeah. all said and done. Right. We, we know that that's out. not true. Like, that's, that's been proven false. Yeah, right. they, they, yeah, they really value their draft picks after all. You never know when you're knocking on the Super Bowl door yeah. if you can spend a first-round pick on a guy who you never really uh, play. You got the money, but you're trapped, Aaron Rodgers. Tony Pollard should be the Cowboys' lead back for the rest of the season, Dan Graziano. Re- overreaction or not? It's an overreaction because it was working fine. Like like when, when Zeke and Pollard are both in and they're using them the way they were using them early in the year and last year when they were the league's top scoring offense, it works. I mean, even with, with Zeke hurt on Sunday, 
they gave Pollard 14 carries. That's what they think he can he can handle. And he, by the way, he thrived. Right, so like keep him in the role he's in. Let him continue to thrive and make these plays for you. Let Zeke do the dirty work. I, I don't know why, if you're the Cowboys, you're messing with anything right now. So overreaction, Dan. They're not touching anything. Zeke and, and Pollard, a one-two punch, two-headed monster in the backfield, change of pace, different style backs. You look at Tony, he can catch the ball in the backfield better than Zeke. But in terms of yardage, they both fed around 500 yards. They both got about one's got four touchdowns, one's got five touchdowns. Why would you touch it? There's nothing. I get it. Everybody is down on Zeke for whatever reason because Mm. they gave him all this money and he didn't rush for 2,000 yards yet (laughs) under this contract, so they ready to throw him to the side. Yeah, I agree with you guys. That's simple to me. Sure, but I would love to start a running back. I tried to start a quarterback controversy, throw a monkey wrench in their whole situation with Cooper Rush. Didn't work. Now I'd love to start a running back controversy. You know what? If you had to say someone was RB1, who would it be, Dan? I think right now Pollard is the more explosive runner. Mm, so he's RB1. But, you know, that doesn't – you don't always – I mean, like on, on first and second down when you're trying to get into third and three as opposed to third and eight, Zeke's pretty useful. Sure. And by the way, he's if, you're, RB2. if you're in third and eight, Zeke is pretty useful picking up that blitz. So, I, I th- again, they scored 49 points on Sunday. I, I don't think there's a lot of evidence to support the idea the offense needs a lot of help. It was humming along great with those two guys. I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd keep it the way it so is. So dissension in the ranks. Hear that, Zeke? RB2. <laughs> RB2. I don't know how you feel about that. All right. Overreaction or not an overreaction, Dan Graziano here on Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio. In spite of everything, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are still the best team in the NFC South. It's not an overreaction. It might be damning with faint praise uh, because, you know, like is it the Falcons at 4-4? Four and four? Are we buying them long-term as the season goes along? Uh, the Carolina Panthers had it right in their hands and found multiple ways to give it away. The Saints, I, I, I don't know. I mean, they've been so banged up. I, I just think of the, of the four teams in that division, when you look at the rosters, I think Tampa Bay looks like the one that's the best bet to turn it around in the second half. Based on the roster, not based on the way they've played so far, based on the, the, the names on the backs of the jerseys. Yeah, it's not an overreaction at all. A lot of, to what Dan says, although I would say – Tampa can turn it around because of health and just turn it around from bad play. But I also think New Orleans can turn it around as well if they can figure out how to just get healthy. Is that with Andy Dalton under center key? He's Whoever's playing, underneath he's the center, well. I mean, whether it's Andy Dalton or whether it's Jameis Winston, they got to get healthy. If they get healthy and get their guys back the way that they're supposed to, I think they could still come out of this thing okay. Yeah, despite Tom Brady going through a divorce, despite all the, you know, how depleted that roster is, despite them being close to last in, you know, running the ball, I still have faith in Tom Brady and the Bucks, just because of the division, man. You are going to hear sound on this program from Tom Brady's podcast in a little while, and I can tell you, Dan, I respected every word that came out of his mouth, yeah. and and I got to say, it leads me to believe because he's being open about things mm-hmm. that. Part of this, part of it, is he is going through something very tough in his personal life. It, whatever you try, it is hard to keep them completely separate. I will reserve judgment over the next several weeks as he learns his new reality and how to be a professional through all this stuff, a situation he hasn't had to go through before. So, yes, I, st- I, think, it's an overre- I-, I think it's not an overreaction to say the Bucks are still the best team in the division. Zach Wilson is not the answer for the Jets at quarterback, Dan. <laughs> Overreaction, not an overreaction. I think it's an overreaction because I think it's too soon to make that conclusion. It is a 
challenging week to take this position because, man, did he look bad. I mean, like, he looked not only bad, he looked overwhelmed, right, in a game where they needed him to be good. Uh, I, I, I would like to see progress. Right. It looks like he's regressing Jeez. in year two, and that's alarming. But I do think it's too soon to make the conclusion that he's not the guy. He hasn't really played enough. Yeah, it's an overreaction. Everything Dan said is just, just early. I'm not – I'm not jumping up and down. I'm not swinging pom-poms. I'm not buying tickets to go watch him in live games. I need to see some more. I haven't seen enough, but what I've seen, again, I'm not buying a ticket to see that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm – I'm sitting in a pat between both, man. I, I'm, it's, it's yeah, right it's, there, it's right like on the edge. I feel like I'm leaning towards though. Like I, I don't think he is the answer, and I know that you can work on, you know, your poise and the reads, and you know, I, I get all that, Dan. But just something doesn't feel right when I watch it. Like, we, like whatever we're seeing from Justin Fields is not like okay, he's he's the guy, but you're seeing. Well, he could be. Like, yes. he's making improvements. You can see what it's going to look like if they put a team around. Zach's got a team around him. Like, like he's, that, that's a much better roster than what Justin Fields is working with. So, yes, you'd, you'd rather see progress. And right now, based on what we saw Sunday, that didn't look like anything like progress. Well, that just may be, Dan, that Justin Fields is going to be better than Zach of Wilson, course, right? Yes, yeah. absolutely. But, but I will say this. One of the reasons I like the Jets' future was Becton and Vera Tucker. They yeah. invested high draft picks in in, in, when he was at BYU, he had a big old offensive line, and he's got major pieces missing now, so yes. I will also reserve you know, judgment. Not, not to continue to belabor the point on the quarterback position with him, you know, I don't like little quarterbacks either. Right. Man. He's right. narrow, right. his shoulders yeah, yeah. are small. I just, yeah. it's nothing, I just, it's nothing there for me right now. Trevor I Lawrence, big of, guy. Justin Fields, big, strong guy. You know, these guys I like, are I like yeah. him a certain way, man. Yep. Yeah, and then, by the way, not for no reason, Key. You know, you wouldn't make it in professional football. It's a big man's league. Two is doing just fine. He is, but he's got a but special accuracy. On top of that, they went out and got him Tyreek Hill. You well, know, he looked like that, Dan. Well, because he hasn't stayed healthy, right? I mean, like he Dan, hasn't like he's, Dan, had, he's been Dan, in and out of the lineup, right? That's the big issue with Tua. So he, that's right. He's, yeah. And by the way, because he maybe partly because he's not that big a guy, it, right? It, it's it. I mean, it could be performance wise. Yeah, when he's in there, he's looked a lot better. Obviously, overreaction or not an overreaction, Dan Graziano. The NFC West will have two playoff teams, and the Rams will not be one like of them. One. It's not because like Seattle, I think, is playing really well. Uh, Seattle's this team, and you see it every once in a while. Remember that? Remember a couple years ago, the Saints had this monster draft class with like Kamara and Lattimore and all these guys. And all of a sudden, a team that was going seven and nine every year was a contender again. Seattle's getting contributions, big time contributions from six of its drafted rookies right now. And by the way, Geno Smith rebuilt his career in a backup role that no one was watching right behind Russell Wilson for a couple years, and is playing great. I think Seattle can sustain, and and San Francisco. You know, is is good. They've they've put a they've they've put a good roster around Garoppolo to try and help him succeed. Christian McCaffrey is a superstar player. I think they can. I think they can hold. And and they're two and zero against the Rams. Which yeah, not 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 an overreaction at all. I think the Rams could be sitting at the crib, watching the playoffs with us, and maybe watching the Super Bowl with us. But it, you mentioned all those great players, right? The one that you didn't mention, a sneaky quiet uh, Dan, is a Wusu. That they brought over from the Chargers, quietly, you know, just nice and quiet, mm-hmm. defensive player, creating havoc, coming off the edge, running around, jumping on piles, doing the things that got him to be where he's at. 
I just yeah. have no faith in the Rams O-line to protect Matthew right. Stafford from the pass rush. Zero faith. And I don't have a lot of faith in Stafford performing when circumstances aren't great around him. Agreed on that, we don't, too. We don't have a ton of evidence that he can do that. Isn't it interesting that I hate to be the guy, oh, go, come back to the offensive line, but Seattle, since the, uh, the Graham for Unger trade, had yeah. not devoted real resources to that offensive line until this past draft, and now just like that, they look good there. Whereas the Rams don't have it, and just like that, they look bad. I mean, yeah. it really comes down to it to me. Dan Graziano, that was overreaction, not an overreaction. Mm. As usual, you uh, performed at the highest possible level. That's not an appreciate overreaction. That. We appreciate it, as always, and I'll be seeing you later. Yes, this just in. This just in. I'll be seeing you <laughs> at 2 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. Not a handsome host. What? Why? They got a new host? That guy is very handsome from what I saw. I mean, he's, he's I'm not there for his hosting skills. That's eye candy, Key. How's that work on radio? What's that? Wow. Why do you think they put a simulcast here? They didn't. Fire said, look at this guy. We got to put a camera on this. Sh-. All right. Thanks, Dan. How should the Bears feel? How should Bears fans feel about the direction the organization is headed You didn't retain one of your best players, a couple of your best players, but you did get big draft capital for them. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, that's coming up, ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, the ESPN app. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. So how should Bears fans feel about the direction the organization is heading? How do you feel, Bears fans? 888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776. I mean, if I was a Bears fan, this is the most excited I'd have been since I I don't know when. Like, in a certain way, maybe ever, only because if you believe in Justin Fields, you might have something you've never had before, which is a great quarterback in Chicago, right? And you, it's one thing, Keith. They had a great quarterback. Who was the great quarterback? Sid Luckman. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But it's one thing, Key, to have a team that, like, as a Giants fan, I can tell you, that jumps up and bites everybody all of a sudden one year. But going into the year, there weren't very high expectations, et cetera, et cetera, versus a team, even if they never win the Super Bowl, but every year for 10, 12, 15, they go into the season as a powerhouse. They make playoff runs, right? You can't predict the future, but when you have a great quarterback, you have a chance to be that. And I look at Justin Fields and say, and I think, maybe. So now they got $100 million plus in cap space and all this draft capital and a guy who yep. maybe could be great. Key, I'd be very excited as a Bears fan. As they should be. Uh, there'll be players out there at the high level. There'll be players in the medium sector as well as the lower level that they can add depth to. They'll have the money. They have draft picks. And they've got a plan. And if they stick to their plan with Justin Fields moving forward, then I think that they'll have an opportunity a year or two years from now to really compete within the division with Minnesota and the Green Bay Packers. But they can't deviate from that plan. They can't get caught up in going out there on a shopping spree and not selecting the right guys. They got to get the right players because when you, a lot of teams that got all this money, like the Jacksonville Jaguars, they had a ton of money. They went out there and just spent crazy. But did they select the right guys? Because it certainly doesn't look like it right, as of right now for Jacksonville. I mean, look for Ryan Poles. He's traded away two guys that started the season as captains on this roster, right? So in, in two of the three highest paid guys on the roster. So for me, and, and you heard things like Roquan, you know, after Robert Quinn was traded, kind of making wise guys cracks at the post-presser, talking about, you know, he wishes it was him to a degree. 
So, like, he didn't really want to be there, and I, and I get that. And I think the Robert Quinn trade was, like, it took a very emotional toll on the locker room. But I think right now it's reset the, the foundation for this team is being built around Justin Fields and where we are going around that player. So I like the moves that Ryan Poles has done. Now it's about finding the right pieces in the marketplace. And let's not, let's not skip over the fact that they were three and four. They played Dallas. If they would have kept it close, somehow figured out a way to just sneak by Dallas, and now they're four and four, it's a different equation maybe. But they're three and five, and they got smoked by Dallas, right? Which who's an actual good team in key you talk about. That's what good teams are supposed to do against teams that aren't good. It really highlighted the fact theirs aren't good. You know, Justin Fields has kept them in some games, but they're not good. And now they're they're planning for the future. No, they're not. They're not a good team. I'm going to do a J, though. I'm going to back up here in a minute. We? Things that we need to do, Jay? Yeah. I mean, what? I'm with the Bears. I say that. I just laugh because I'm like, okay, Jay got another team. But when you look at it, though, for what it's worth, I think that based on what they've shown me so far in Ryan Poles, I think he'll do a good job. He's just got to select the right players, man. It's all about the guys that you're getting. Guys, Anthony Spice Adams, former Chicago Bears defensive lineman and current comedian. <laughs> stop, stop doing your lips like that, Spice. <laughs> Spice, you're, you're part of uh, Life After, eight-part docuseries that follows 12 retired NFL players as they navigate life after their professional football careers, offering a glimpse at the men behind the uniform. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Key, you got to let up? Jay cook, man. If he want to say we when he talking about our Bears, let him say we. Thank you, right? Spice. Man, he got, hey, Spice, he got about nine damn teams. Who are my teams, Key? In the I'm NFC. I'm not going to run, I'm not run down the list. Key, you tell everybody, tell all of our listeners who my teams are. You got then, too Giants, many. Bears, not, Colts. Too many. There's three. There, okay. Miami. What else? No, because you don't like little. You don't like little quarterbacks. But that kicks your ass every day. That turned them into your team. Two is kicking your tall ass, Key. That's what he's doing. Jay, it turned them into your team somehow. It's four. I'm going to Super Bowl regardless, Jay. I'm going to Super Bowl regardless. I got Spice Keyshawn Johnson. Spice, what do you think about the Bears' moves, man? Do you like it? Do you like what Ryan Poles is doing? I mean, at this point, you can just kind of see that he's rebuilding. And he's trying to get picks. But like Keyshawn said, and Jay, I hate to agree with him. You've got to pick the right people. So if he can find a way to get somebody who gels within this offense or who gels within the defense, then he'll be fine. And as long as you win, winning cures all. So just like production, you know, overrides if you're going to play or not. You know what I mean? So, um I think like if, if he get these picks together and he get these free agents um, to jail with this team immediately, then we'll be fine. Key, I think found, an- it, Key, I found another Spice. team that Jay roots for, by the way. I just Max, looked and found stay another Stay on the one. script and keep what, asking Buffalo? questions. Yeah, uh, Buffalo. That's fine. <laughs> Arizona. I can go on and on and on. Yeah, I like it, a lot it, of teams. When, when, you, when you think about it, though, a lot of general mm-hmm. managers have had a lot of money to spend in the offseason, Spice, and a lot of draft picks. Sure. And that's why I say if he gets it right, then I think it's the the right move to to break it down and build it back up. You're always going to keep one or two people, right? Jalen Johnson, a corner that they have, I like him, long, physical guy. Mm -hmm. He's young. You keep him in the mix. You got Justin Fields on the offensive side. You keep him in the mix. And now you just try to build from there. But you got to go out there 
first of all, you need to protect him. So you got to find the right offensive lineman. I think that's the yeah. first order of business for the Chicago Bears is to find the right lineman. And then you worry about the skill position players. I agree. I agree. And uh, the offensive line is not that bad when it comes to the run. When it comes to the run, they're top 10, top five in the league right now. They just have to find a way to keep Justin Fields upright. I mean, right now he's, you know, three-step drop, five-step drop, and he's taking off running, you know, at this point. So now they got to find a guy who could really pass block. I mean, their run game is top tier. I think uh, Khalil Herbert, who is a backup, is probably number nine in the league in Russia right now. He probably scooted up a little bit uh, since the Cowboy game. So they could find some some guys who could pass block and bring in some 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 leaders, some some guys, some vets that's been in the league for a while. I think they'll be okay. I mean, NFC North is kind of wide open right now, other than the Vikings. So um, if they could find a way to do that, then they'll be good. Anthony Spice Adams, former Chiefs, former Chicago Bears, uh, and comedian, hysterical by the way, joining us here on Keyshawn J. Will Max Spice. So let's talk about NFC North for a second. Tell me what you think is going on in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. What do you see? I see that he's getting a little older, for sure. And he doesn't have the wide receivers that he usually have. I mean, it's starting with Devontae Adams. They really miss Devontae Adams. And, uh, you know, he has to find that, that, that trust in these wide receivers. And that guy hasn't stepped up yet. Don't know who it's going to be out of the wide receivers that they have, but somebody needs to step up and uh, kind of give um, Aaron Rodgers that that trust again where he can improvise and just throw things up on the run. Now if a team jumps off sides, he's throwing the ball up there expecting somebody to be there and they're not there. You know, So everything that Aaron Rodgers has been doing the best, he seems like he can't get it done right now. And that – that means the Bears are going to creep in somehow. <laughs> Spice, tell us a little bit. Tell us a little bit about this Life After Football documentary that you're shooting with Thomas. Mm-hmm. I guess you shot it with Thomas Jones. Give us a little insight on it. Well, it's uh, a camera crew came out, a production company that Thomas Q. Jones is uh, is with. They, they, they follow you around. And uh, you see what it's like after playing football. You know, a lot of people don't understand that when you're done, you know, your insurance runs out and, you know, some people may, you know, fall on hard times and everything is hurting, your back hurt, your fingers look like this. And it's just, it's not as as, as glorifying as, as you think it, it, it would be. Uh, and in my case, um, you know, I had a camera crew following me around and show you the videos that I shoot for different brands and just how I interact with guys at, at the barbershop and how I interact with, um, you know, all of my kids and my wife and everything. And uh, it's it, it's great. I mean, because it's it's we, we have a, a guy who's a professional bull rider. Uh, we have a guy who has a dessert store. And then DeMarcus Ware with doing fitness and things like that. We need to follow you around, Keyshawn. I think that'll be good, too. Well, you don't need to follow me around. 
No, sir, we He's a gourmet <laughs> chef, a whole type, all kinds of stuff. Oh, okay. Nope, not looking this. to find. Uh, uh, Dancing with the stars, that, you know. Jay, you can follow Renaissance Jay. man. Turn into basketball. Follow We're Jay no, around. We don't talk basketball. We only talk football, Key. Right. <laughs> go to go go with Jay to one of his five NFL teams' games. He supports them all. Five. What do you yeah, mean no, five? it's five. Ten. It's just five. Spice, I mean, whoever wins the money, I'm a fan. That's right. Oh, it's God. Potentially some 32. Money, I'm a fan. You, you so, that, that's the way he tries to play it. Oh, yeah. if you can win me some Oh, so you're just winning money with every team. Key, do I talk with that voice? Is that what you're trying to imply? <laughs> <laughs> the first college football playoff ranking will be unveiled tonight. Thank you, Spice. Spice, keep giving Shaq the, the business on the podcast, man. I like it. Always. Always, man. If anybody gonna give him a hard time, it's gonna be me. Can we get a aha goodbye? Can we get one of those? Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. Hey guys, Paul Feinbaum joins us to give his top four teams and explain what's at stake for Tennessee and Georgia this weekend after this word from Omega Accounting. All right, Spice. Small business owners, lend us your ears. You may have overpaid on your payroll taxes during COVID. If you continued to pay employee wages during the pandemic, Omega Accounting Solutions may be able to help you recover a refund of up to $26,000 per employee. Schedule a free 10-minute call with Omega to find out whether or not you qualify. It is that simple. Call 800-704-2000 with any ERC questions, 800-704-2000. Or visit omegataxcredits.com and do it before the filing window closes or funds run out. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPNU. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio. You can find us right there, and you can join the conversation at 888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776. Paul Feinbaum, host of the eponymous Paul Feinbaum Show. Is with Holy. us now. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, guys. So, 
Paul, ahead of the playoff rankings tonight, who are your top four teams right now? Well, my top four will not mirror what we're going to see tonight, but I still like Ohio State as the most complete team after that, Georgia, Tennessee, and Michigan. Having said that, uh, there's a lot of reason to believe Tennessee could end up number one tonight based on the win three weeks ago over Alabama. Uh, what, what are we going to see in that big game coming up, Tennessee versus Georgia? What are we going to see in Hendon Hooker against this defense? Well, I'm interested in that, Keyshawn, because Alabama has a good defense, but I think Georgia's is, is a little better. So can, can Georgia contain him in a way? I mean, obviously anyone can do a better job than Alabama. I mean, that was laughable when, when you go back uh, to that game at Newland Stadium and, and Hyatt ended up with five touchdowns. I think Georgia will be much more uh, suffocating to him. So I, I think that they just have to contain him. You, you can explain it better than I can, but... Ultimately, that's really where this game will be won and lost. Georgia's offense is not as explosive as Alabama, but I think the defense is playing at a higher level. And, and if you go back uh, to, the, to the Alabama game, Alabama had 17 penalties on the road. I, I have a hard time imagining Georgia will play that poorly. Paul, who, who needs this game more? You know, I, I love this question. Who needs it more, Tennessee or Georgia? Well, I think it's Georgia uh, because if Georgia loses this game, uh, they may be done uh, for the SEC championship. And then they have to sit around and wait. Where, where Tennessee still has in, in its back pocket that win over Alabama. Now, that's assuming Alabama runs the table and gets to Atlanta. So you know, everybody at this point, and you'll see this later tonight, starts rooting for the opponents that they played because you, you need the strength of, of schedule. It's, it's hard to imagine that Georgia can make a very strong claim for a bid if it doesn't play into the championship game and its, and its biggest game of the year was a loss at home. So then you, you roll back and say, where else does Georgia have a good win? Well, they, they, they beat Oregon in the first week of the season by 46 points. That did not look impressive. Oregon has turned out to be a really good team. But after that, they don't have much else to, uh, to brag about. If Hendon Hooker, who's the Heisman betting favorite, beats UGA does, does does is he kind of locking up the Heisman right there I, I don't think you can do it yet uh, because if you go back Max to a year ago uh, mid mid-November uh, Bryce Young was struggling a little bit or had been banged up I can't remember which one it was and CJ Stroud went crazy remember the win over Michigan mm -hmm. it looked like he had wrapped up the Heisman trophy and then here comes Bryce Young with a uh, a, a four overtime win over Auburn and then he explodes against Georgia in the championship game in Atlanta, and he wins the Heisman Trophy. So it's, it's deceiving. Heisman voters really now, and this used to be different in the past, but they, they now will wait to the end to get the, the full complement of the games. And those last two or three weeks are going to matter most. So C.J. Stroud will still have Michigan. He'll still have a, a Big Ten championship game. Uh, Hooker can, can do a lot for his cause this week by winning the game on the road, though. It would be impressive, and he would, but he, would, he would put himself way out in front. But you cannot lock it up on the first weekend in November. Paul, you mentioned Auburn. Auburn parted ways with their head coach yesterday, but there's two names that, I, that if I was the AD at, at uh, Auburn, I wouldn't even think about anybody but these two names. One, Lane Kiffin, clearly, right? I mean, Lane knows. He knows the, the division, the conference. He knows all that. 
You pay him, you make him the highest paid coach in college football. You give him full autonomy. You you stick it to Nick Saban. Nick Saban doesn't want Lane that close to him because you know what that is with NIL money and everything there. On And then the other guy is Deion Sanders. We know he can recruit. It's not a big-time college at Jackson State, but everybody starts somewhere. Those would be the two guys at the top of the list for me. What do you think? Yeah, I, I agree. I, I mean, nobody nobody's stock has gone up more than Deion Sanders. And and I, I everything you said about Lane Kiffin unnerving Nick Saban, I think I think Dion would do it twofold. Uh, because nobody, nobody. I mean, Nick Saban turned 71 yesterday. Dion, to me, looks like uh, you know, he's he's young. Well, he's got energy, and, and he would be dynamic. It. Thank you, Paul. ESPN Radio, KJM, right back. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.